Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Hey, Derek. My name is Matt. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you're not your guest. <laughs> Happy hey, to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm Eastside. Well, hey, any, hey, anytime. Hey, Eastside. Oh, hey. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Zach, Zach, when we have guests, we actually have to introduce them like that. So don't you? We have a special guest with us today. Uh, it's Zach. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much I, for having me. I want. Uh, I'm. I haven't listened to every episode of Comedy Bang Bang, but I want there to be an episode where they, like, each person, int- like, each person brings a guest to the podcast and just derails it completely. That'd I mean, look, there, I'm sure that's happened at some point on that show. I mean, we've never fully discussed this, but Derek, you give the intros, which honestly gives you a lot more power than maybe it's, you understand. My my job I feel like my job in this is to 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 host, quote unquote. Mm. Yeah, so someone argue it's your podcast, which means we are constant guests no. on your podcast. It's but- more like I take the duty of fuck you, dude. <laughs> Derek's the Okada, and we're just three omegas out here looking good. Love to yeah. hear it. Yeah, love to hear it. Who's the Ibushi though? Um, Zeno. Yeah. My shoulders have been hurting quite a bit lately, Not so even. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit. Not right now him. because of it. Oh, not, right. even, not even him. I'm gonna start wearing pants randomly and saying Scooby Dooby Doo. So yeah, they, they do sell um a bushy trunk underwear on New Japan's shop, and I've thought about buying them a few times. Sick. Mm. Oh, this is just, good, it's just a good look, good looking pair of trunks. Mm-hmm. I like that shade of blue. Um, if you didn't know by the name of the show when you clicked on the button or um by us talking about Japanese professional wrestling. We're a professional wrestling podcast. You never like, know. They could have hit like, shuffle on, on the podcast or app. Like, come on. If, if, if you're like here, you fucking know. You know yeah. the deal. Unless, of course, you've been um, stolen from your home and your captors are forcing you to listen to this, in which case um, we hope you enjoy. We hope we can yeah. We hope we can add an, an element of relief to your situation. And the people doing that, hey, be, don't kidnap people. We don't want our fans kidnapping people. And please don't use us as a method of torture. Yeah, please effective, don't do that. Effective though it may be. We're not Creed. <laughs> Wasn't Creed used as an attort? No, that was like Sick Puppy or something, right? Like oh, one, yeah, like yeah, One of yeah, those yeah, places. Yeah. Uh, Ted Nugent was the, um, oh, fuck, the... Oh, Catch Crush Fever. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, the, the oh. cent- I can't remember which Central American drug lord it was, but it was one of them. And yeah, they did yeah. it for his compound. Because if it was Creed, they would rock too hard. Like the, the prisoners would start rocking. I was gonna say, like, sure, just people be into it. I mean, people could people could give 
I mean, Creed's super popular for a reason. It's, it's easy to get the melodies in your head and bob your head to it at a certain point. And it's the best of that style of music. I'm not Is saying it? that. Yes. Yeah, we're a Scott Stapp Stan wrestling but, podcast. Yeah, Creed is the best post-Nirvana band. That's an insane take. I would like to ask, I would, can we start this? Because so but today, what I mean by post-Nirvana band, I know I want to finish this. The post, like oh. Pearl Jam Nirvana the, thing, the grunge pop rock, like like the what? Hinders, the Nickelbacks, yeah. the yeah. Right. Okay, I Creed is the best one. Yeah, po- you're just talking about post grunge. Yeah, I'm talking about post the emergency. I wouldn't put Creed in the wow. same category as some of those bands. I, I wouldn't talk about post the emergency, but here we are. Shout out Derek Slider. Miss you. Oh, oh man. Who's in that band for like a day? He was in every band for at least a he was, day. He was in my band for a day. Before we X I spell X. Okay, sorry. Too no, before, many tangents. Too before, many tangents. Matt, go. We, so oh, we also all... I just want to talk about how yes. Oster said. No dinking around today. And he's Dr. Dink. He's Mr. Well, Dink, the neighbor yeah. of us. I am. I'm sorry. I, I'm, but, a, I'm awake now, and I'm going to regret it when it's bedtime. He, That's he's what's awake, happening. He's a weird, weird doink. This. He's the weird doink, doink clone. Dink, or the, the, yeah, the small doink. doink. He's a little doink, played yeah. by Tiger Jackson. Cool. That's a cool name. That's a Tiger name. Jackson and the little doinks? He, oh, he, was, he was Dink. Little Dink and the doinks? Little yeah. Dink and the doinks. So um, what, yes, we're Matt, obviously go. we've gathered everyone here today to speak to you about arguably the fucking sickest, most badass era of NXT television. Yeah, the greatest television wrestling show that has ever existed. The Scott yeah. Stop of wrestling shows. Yes, yes. Per- one may say precisely, precisely. I, I would say I like Creed now, guys. It's weird. Oh, this kind of lends into exactly what I wanted. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted us to to um, have a little thought exercise here. Okay. Right before right before we get going, just right before okay. we get going. What's a, I want to ask you a question. What's a song that you really, really, really wish you didn't like as much as you did? Ooh. Oh, mm. um, just theme song. Okay, okay. Like, wow. like legit, like that song fucking slaps. So I'm Miles Kennedy, the singer of Alter Bridge, Idaho native. Um, oh, oh cool. Cool. Hmm. didn't know when that. He fucking, hits he like fucking that replaced fucking... Scott Stapp, so he's a fucking loser. Fucking... <laughs> like when he hits like that, like super high note, like. Uh, and yeah. that song, I'm like, fuck, that's an, that's actually really impressive. But you wish you're like, I wish I didn't like this song as much as I do. And Cody's theme song. Yeah. That, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I bleed. I, that my of, Venn diagram bleeds all, into that. All of Downstate's entrance jammers. Okay, okay. They, they got some okay ones out there. Like it's like kind of stupid. Like even like the Zack Ryder one will get stuck in my head a bit. Like the Matt Cardona one. Sorry. Don't hate <laughs> me, internet nerds. Come on, Ali, give him a break. Um, I like it's hard because like I don't really regret them. It's just like I like them now. Uh, it might be um, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers because oh. it was a gateway to me. Like I kind of like them now. When I hear them, I don't get mad. I just kind of groove now. Yeah, there's no, a couple I'm, band. There's a couple bands that start grooving like, as I get as I get a little older as well. And then Through Glass by Stone Sour. Okay, that song's stuck in my head all the time, and I I, I enjoy it though, legitimately. Mm. I'd say um, feels like forever. All, yeah, it's all, good. All of As I Lay Dying's uh, catalog that went from when they were my favorite band before uh, 
the singer tried to murder his wife. Yeah, like okay, like I don't think it counts for bands that like ended up like having yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that, no, that's like, exactly what I'm asking. Because mine, mine. Oh, then then the they, entire Smiths catalog. Also, yes. And Morrissey, Morrissey in general. <laughs> I say, I everybody fucking, that likes Morrissey. That's what I'm I, saying. I. So today I got to choose the music at work. I turned on Smiths radio because it's nice to listen to the Smiths and other new wave bands at work. I love Morrissey's voice. I've never willingly listened to Morrissey solo stuff, but the Smiths are incredible. And I'm mad that I waited so long. I didn't start listening to them I'm until like five years you, ago. Especially like when you went through like your phases, like different phases, like you started liking the Gaslight Anthem a lot and stuff like that. But that's not the Smiths. That was just no, hot but, water music worship. No, but I'm surprised you didn't go to the next. Like keep no, going down yeah, because what what indie kids liked i resisted for so long exactly it's not that was the, the my two world, the two worlds didn't really bleed together smiths, a lot i didn't think but the smiths was punk like, at all but they but are but then there's the next like there's like the next progressions like yeah and you stop being i'm so getting into my oasis phase now okay well, so earlier today i'm listening to uh okay, um no um, Matt, i know yours i know yours it's you don't know free, it's not it's, it's not it's free my land by screwdriver i didn't yeah. know a single name of their songs he doesn't regret that one i googled it no oh, god damn it of course you did of course you did prepare for the algorithm dude uh no i uh no so earlier i was listening to uh i was listening to the uh, blue oyster cult radio right oh on, god okay. on i don't title, know why this is just making so much sense which i love i love put on willingly love and you know what song came on and i loved it so hard was stranglehold by ted nugent Ooh. Oh, that song is so good, dude. Same, it, fittingly, it's very funny now knowing what he believes. His song "Stormtrooping" also, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's really I also great. just like, rips so hard, and he sucks so bad. I see. I have a lot. Like, I fucking I love Kanye West music Same. a lot. Same with Drake. I love uh, Drake's music. Brand, brand new. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Came dangerously yeah. close to getting a brand new tattoo a couple times. Yeah. 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 Um, exactly. Exactly. I almost, watched, I almost one, put on the Cosby show the other day. The one All That Remains huh. record, The Fall of Ideals. I really fuck with that. And that dude, the singer about All That Remains, would hang out with Ted Nugent. Oh, okay. that, that I didn't know that, but that makes so much sense. I definitely saw him pick up a married woman at the knitting factory when um, they opened for Dragon Force. Did he put her down? Um, <laughs> How high did he lift her? Uh, threw her up <laughs> on the stage. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, and there's also a Devil Wars Prada song from their record in 2013 that fucking goes. Dogs mm-hmm. can wear beards all over? No, like, honestly, like, that record sucks. Remember, it so is their second record. It's and third records, but this one, for whatever reason, is just really heavy. And I really like one song. It's called Rumors, but that's it. Remember when we we saw them be- play the main stage at uh, Mayhem, and no one watched them, and no one cared. That was weird. Yeah, that was strange. Everyone was waiting for Motorhead to start. I'll say that's a kind of a difficult festival for that band to be at. That's more of like Not a warp really. tour. That's like a warp tour ass band. They, yeah, but not like Motorhead playing. Slayer tour band. Well, the thing is, is as I dying upon a burning body in another band, we're playing the side stage. So if they uh, to... Oh, no, it wasn't Knocked Loose. We saw Knocked Loose with Pablo at Warped Tour once. We've seen a lot of people with Pablo. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that'd be a fun oh, thought exercise. Oh, there was a Chelsea Grin song that I liked that I told Pablo I liked. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it was just a breakdown the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, this is a good breakdown. Good yeah, for them. Man. I like it's that too. Just have like it's, 
this is good head bob and bake family like this song sucks but hey it's a good breakdown it's kind of similar to how why i like the fucking wardlow versus big old cast w morrissey match from this week it's like just kind of one thing and i'm fine with it a big kind of like yeah i kind of like that one too it was like for a bit you know a big boy match can be pretty fun it was actually pretty fun what would you oh it was just more competent than i was expecting so i was just like i was fine cool yeah i, I don't know what to say sometimes everybody you know, you know because i guess you know it's, it's nice to ass yeah, I understand it's big ass. I'm not saying I'm a, I'm not fucking up. You like you you told me that your favorite wrestler is Big Cass, Kaz XL, W Morrissey, William Morrissey, and also that you agree with Morrissey the singer's politics. You <laughs> said that. <laughs> My favorite wrestler, I mean Matt has always been against uh, the Asian community, so that Jesus is a fucking Christ. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well change his last name to Wahlberg, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's that. Oh, um, that's not Donnie, true. Mark and Matt, my, <laughs> Donnie, favorite, Mark and Matt. My favorite hey, wrestler is Braun, is Braun Strowman as the Joker. Oh, my favorite wrestler is Braun Strowman as a man, train. Man, I I want to watch a control your narrative show. It I sounds fascinating. I think they were just like, mm-hmm. are they watching. filming them? I don't know. I hope not. Honestly, I'm with you. I kind of want to watch one too. If anything, that means that they're effective at their shit, at their marketing. I know I don't want to like it, but I'll I I check it's, it out. It's a hate watch thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, I just thought that'd be a fun thing to talk about before we talk about the stuff that we like. Because I don't well, feel bad about liking this era of NXT. Well, we just dinked for a hard like ten minutes. I'm loosey goosey now. There's That's a couple. Fun. There's a couple matches and wrestlers and such that we can probably feel you similarly gotta, about. Oh, in this one. In touch. this one. Yes. Um, um, but I'm in Orlando. I need to go to Chicago. Is that where we Ray, left off? So hop a flight. We're talking about NXT Takeover Chicago. So I want to hear like everybody's kind of thoughts on this one first because mine is going to be completely different because I was there. Like, I mean, not necessarily different, just a totally different perspective because I was there. This was also my first NXT event that I got to go to. Oh, um, for me, this was the first. This was the biggest thing that happened right before I dove back into watching wrestling and before NXT hit my radar. Like this had ha- it was right after this had happened. So I was like, I don't know what DIY you is. Were, you guys were still like Johnny Gargano. Huge. Well, we weren't in. We weren't doing this podcast. Well, yeah, yet, he right. Couldn't, he couldn't fucking talk. We weren't. We weren't doing this. <laughs> now yet we can. When that happened, right? Um, <clears throat> this was like right when we started, right? It was May twentieth, twenty seventeen. Okay, so we're we were talking about starting the podcast by then. It was mm-hmm. the next month. Yeah, so that's when these people were getting on my radar, and so for me, NX like this takeover is like for me like my kind of like starting point for really diving back into wrestling and really starting to understand like indie wrestlers and shit like that. Um, looking back, like because I had never watched this, so this is like the intro of all my favorite players really um i mean except for yeah like this is like one of my favorite players yeah this is whatever that year the bulls you know right what year is that 90 something huh 96 97 the 96 97 bulls Eh? it's the 1980 uh uh lakers the 2001 mariners there we go yeah the 1972 brigadiers no zach has it right so the 2001 Seattle Mariners have the record for the 
most wins ever in a baseball season, but they lose in the fucking playoffs because they're a disappointment. Just like what at the end of the day, now that we have 2.0, it's mm-hmm. a fucking disappointment. That's what I learned. That's what happened to the Celtics in 1980. I'm watching Winning Time on HBO. Mm. It's it rocks. It's so good. Is it good enough to destroy the friendship of Will Ferrell and uh, Adam McKay or whatever it did? Yes, and he made the right choice. John C. Riley is much better in that role because he's a good actor. Um, did it actually ruin that friendship? Yeah, Will Ferrell won. It was supposed to be in it mm. or something. And then There's like the execs were like, "We don't." Meal. Yeah, exactly. This is we're he's not a Jackie fucking. Co- he doesn't. We're not a. We're not a. Yeah, exactly. We're not a pop culture podcast. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's get let's get into the card. So yeah. before we yes. dive into the card, the, the the first matches that were shown to the uh, Ooh, the live, live um, Alistair Black, yeah, he fought Kurt Hawkins. Okay, because he people that he, were stoked. That was Jenna and I because we were making jokes about it the whole time. Okay, um, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, against there was Robert. a video package for him on this show. Mm-hmm. And that was like his first match. It was like I want to say like one of his first matches as Velveteen Dream, like full gimmick and everything. He fought Robert Ego Anthony, who's uh, who was once signed, but also very famous for tag teaming with Frank the Clown. Okay. Oh fuck that guy. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. And then um, a returning Drew McIntyre defeated <laughs> Wesley Blake of the. Yeah. Former Forgotten Sons. And he was in, um, was he in the crowd? No, he was not. He, he was, was in, in the, the crowd, crowd last show. Last show. Yeah. Last was, show. Al- that was-, was Alistair Black like a, no, you know, cool entrance? No oh, man yeah. is ever so, truly good. Yeah, so we got to see like the entrance, which was super sick to see. That's but, cool. Uh, we were on the side where his little fucking cart rose up. And it was <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> no, no noises yet. So he, well, oh, so before did you get to, t- how long did he just kind of lay there in that position until it lifted him up? They minutes? Darkened, they darkened. Minutes? Oh, darkened, okay. So, but yeah, it was like, I'm just, I'm just going to take a little nap. And yeah, pretty much like a little, just a little. He's got his little AirPods in. Just, like, oh, just yeah. resting his eyes. Um, But no, it was just super cool. Um, The building, it was um Allstate. It's a great place to watch wrestling because no seat's a bad seat in that place. Hell yeah. Um, and then you're in good hands. The vibe, the vibe was just so cool. I'd never been to an is, NXT takeover. At that is that point. where the Bulls play? Uh, no. They play okay. United Center. So, oh, because Chicago's big, so they got a lot of big places. Yeah, and this one's like outside of Chicago, which is even better. Hell yeah. And so this is also like was my first time there, and yeah. also I got to eat deep dish pizza. Yeah, and- real deep dish pizza, not that old Chicago bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Giordano's is great. Um, Did you and- have a Chicago dog? No, but we went to a place that does do them called Portillo's, and a lady broke my debit card. She's like, hey, oh. it's cracked. It went crack. Oops. I'm like, yeah, so don't fucking do that. Like, what Hell are you yeah, doing? dude. That's how they fucking do it in the Windy City. You better watch how you walk in the Windy City. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's just uh, my experience as far as that point. But let's go on with the card, and then we'll all kind yeah. of fill in some blanks <laughs> as far as the different yeah. things. So it starts, uh, opens with Eric Young versus Roddy. I didn't appreciate Roddy when I first started watching him. He's so fucking good. No, but mm. you know, that happens, and that's because like he's like, he not. Just, he's a wooden person. Yeah, well, bro, with a high voice. 
and when you get when you when I first got into wrestling, the characters would drew me in. And now that I appreciate it, like the wrestling like gets me. And so like and Eric Young was cool. Mm-hmm. And but Roderick Strong, like he's so good. He is so good. And then so he was brought in like his like his gimmick that brought him in was he was uh, Austin Aries friend. And they were they tag team for the uh, Dusty Classic. Mm hmm. And then he started kind of like this feud like with uh, Sanity. And like, this is how you like make a baby face. Like they did such a good job. Cause then you guys remember like the Roderick Strong little video packages they did. Oh, like yeah. the, the trailer park and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stuff like, like that my mom shot cool. my dad. Yeah. Like, Jesus. His, his dad, who was trained by Jim the Anvil Neidhart in wrestling. And then also um, was an Elvis Presley impersonator. Sick. Um, also, the Widow's Peak move from Victoria is Roddy's. Okay. Roddy, ta- Roddy Totter, a young Roderick. Oh. <laughs> Chris. Just a man in his little boots. Yeah, shitty little boots. Shitty but, no, little I, boots. No, I love Roderick Strong. You guys know that. Um, but yeah, it's like that's how you make a baby face. You don't make him a geek. He beats the odds. He beats yep. the team that's a team. And like it makes him look good. Unfortunately, then you put a microphone in his hand and <laughs> and things start to go downhill a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, um, but God love him. Also, adorable son. Like the pictures he posts. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cute! Mm-hmm. Such a cute exactly family. Like his wife. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um. Before we move on to the next match, uh, the Heavy Rock was brought to you by Hacktivist. I remember that name just because it's all time terrible. Well, yeah. it's something that Gabe and you made up before that was a band. <laughs> yeah and then the heavy rock was also brought to you by a little band known as fozzy and it was the song judas that's that when judas came out yeah and that threw me the hell off dude yeah that's intense that's also the fucking sickest wrestle rock song that ever it's ever written one of the best Except I was reminded of Dave Batista's song today. So good too. I've, oh man, I've just been on a wait. Wait, Batista I walked alone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. That song was so good. If you ever find yourself I in the gym, miles inside this bit of danger. Yeah. Two minutes to late night. The dude has a uh a show on YouTube called "We're Not Wrestlers" with with Colin Young from Twitching Tongues, and they're counting their down their top 10 uh jim, rock Johnston, anthems? jim johnston uh, themes that's an episode I'm, I'm pitching that we do but there's um, themes but not jim johnston but there's so no, many good jim john I'm, I'm pitching but, we do a okay. deep dive on jim anyway let's go uh pete dunn versus tyler Bate. so uh, um, oh, the, pretty yes. strong style one of the so, best dunn's, matches ever yeah dunn's first takeover yep he looks tyler like Bate. a child yeah oh yeah he's a kid He's oh yeah, remember? Because he now he's all lean and jacked. Well, now he doesn't exist anymore. Butch does. <laughs> I'm anti Butch, dude. He's great. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, Matt. Only when it comes to people that were formerly named Pete Dunn, <laughs> and specifically in the circumstances of professional wrestling, those are the only Butches matter. I'm not a fan of. Have you watched Butch? I've seen clips of Butch, dude. Have you watched it in context? What do you want me to do? You want me to sit down and deep dive yes. and read about Butch? I want you yeah. to watch. You want me to fucking deep dive into the into the anyway. There's backlash to what was actually after this. Um, like, Shinsuke Nakamura debuts on that. 
um, <sighs> and goes like 50 50 with like Dolph Ziggler. And God. like, of co- and like, you can't like do a bunch of stuff. And like, you know, people are kind of held down. Gender wins the title. They literally let these two just young British kids go in there and fucking do every move in the book and mm-hmm. have a five star match as the second match of the of the show. Like, yep. there's like, mm-hmm. go do that for 15 minutes, have a five star fucking match and go do it. Whereas like Shinsuke had like a 50-50 match with Dolph, like number one on the card, you know? But that was the magic of NXT. It's like almost Mm -hmm. every match was good, especially in what I call my era. Like every match was good. The Undisputed Era? Yeah. The Dara. And and right before that. And so this is where... When Alistair was on top. So this is where it starts kind of getting this way. When when Rude was gone. No, this this is kind of when it starts kind of moving towards like Oh yeah, when Andrade gets his act huge. together, when yeah. Zelina and Andrade team up. Oh yeah. Cuz yeah. the next, next match was actually super fun as well. It was Oscar versus Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot. Oh, yeah. that was a great match. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just another one it's like they got to go out there and like do their thing. They get 12 minutes and um it's just awesome and also just shows how good Oscar is, but also start setting up Oscar and Nikki Cross in just shows how good like Nikki is and how good of foes they are together because they're both insane, mm-hmm. but just different levels of it. It's yep. Great. Yep. I miss I miss this Nikki so much. I think I said that the last episode. Um and we had a Velvet- sanity. We had a Velveteen Dream video package, which is I watched it and I was like, oh, I remember thinking this was sick. And mm-hmm. the there was back, a moment. There was a moment. Back. No, so it's like the thing, it's like we we're just talking about like problematic bands and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like I understand why everybody likes it. It's like, you can't go back. Oh, I always thought it's like, no, everybody loved no, him. No, except like, me. that Alistair, the Alistair well, Black you, match. Well, you hated up. the way like, he wrestled. Yeah, that's why. I, I got mad at the wrestling. Yeah. But and but his I, character was undeniable. It's true. Yeah. Just like Cody Rhodes. And and his wrestling his wrestling got there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, did, like, he was hitting his stride right, wrestling-wise right before. Like I know, right? It was starting to click right before it all fell apart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part of oh, we had Hideo Tommy versus Bobby Roode. I really like this match because I was hoping this was going to be where they kind of start trying to do something again with Kenta, and then I think Riddick Moss hurts him again. Um, yeah, so it's is, like, do, is Riddick was... Moss Madcap Moss? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, Riddy Mo, big Riddy Mo. I just wanted to make sure there was a same guy, <laughs> it's like a serial injurer, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it just, I feel bad for. So this is, I think, one of the kind of the last real hurrahs for poor Hideo because he then ends up turning heel and he goes against like Cassiano and does some stuff. But it's like at the end of the day, he was just like the, that feud was so underwhelming for what it should have been. Like it was so yeah. fine, but like neither it was those two dudes at like their most checked out, not the same as they used to be. You know, level. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know why Cassius because then like he kind of snaps out of it again and. Goes on another good run and has like oh. an UK run, but I, I was think- loving Cassius for for as long as they gave him to us. But then yeah, and it seemed like maybe he was just done at that point too. I got to go back and do like a Chris Hero deep dive. Please do. Mm-hmm. I would I would really enjoy that because I just want to hear you report back. And then a match where it just shows how yeah, good Johnny and Tommaso are. One second. Uh, my favorite part of these NXT is showing who was in the crowd. They showed Kevin, Kevin Owens, Sami mm-hmm. Zayn. And uh, Chris Hero, he was he was hanging out with his buds in the crowd. 
Um. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, he came back after. Yep. Being oh gone for yeah. Years. Okay. DIY, fired. DIY versus AOP. Honestly, I never saw the end of this. I've never seen the match before this, and then I never saw the precursor to what I knew happened. You know. So you just saw the clip of him throwing. I, me too. Me too. I never saw. I never saw the turn. Holy uh. shit. No man, it the is, timing of it, like it from is, a TV oh, production standpoint, perfect. It is one of the best things I've seen in wrestling, and I'm ugh. like, what was the, what's like, was the Sean turn? Was that as good as this? Shawn Michaels? Yeah, yeah when he like turned against Barry it's, it's, di- it's a different era, and yes, because this is all, this like is playing off of the precedent that that the the barbershop window, yeah. Like, made Whoa, the barbershop that, window is iconic was that one of the first tag team splits no of course oh, not. Okay. That, that's this, just that's been a time so okay. it was it was on tv um and the way it was done was brutal for the era like mm-hmm. the, the going through the glass and like and all of it and like they were beloved as baby faces and they like hadn't hit their peak yet when yeah. they broke up they never <laughs> officially won the title they only ever won the title on a house show that then they didn't consider canon yeah, because oh, okay. the ropes broke and the match fell apart. It was against the Heart Foundation, actually. Um, or it, it was actually was, taping, but they just didn't air it didn't air because it. it sucked. But one of the one of the funny things about like the Sean like turn and everything is like that was big, but it was also a tape show. It's like so, there's just something about that like live pay per view reaction one. Yeah, but and also the, it's like the, 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 the after the thing, the after yeah. the the logo. Mm. Oof. It's so good. What was the room like? Was like the energy sucked out of the the building? So everybody was like giving him a standing ovation at the end of it, um, and then like it was like a thank you, like because we all like like oh my god they're moving up, like this is so cool, like they're gonna have this t- tag team run on the main roster. Oh, it's so no one saw it coming. No, no. Oh, there was little subtle teases and things. Like with the cruiserweight classic and little things yeah. like that, but it's like in that match, it's like you had them saving each other. Like when Johnny pushes Tommaso out of the way and eats the ladder, and like legitimately fucking eats the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, Went all the way in his tummy. Yeah, it was <laughs> pooped it out whole. Um, it was just one of those things. It's like okay, like there's maybe always a little, always gonna be that little bit of competitive fire, but at the end of the day, they are they're friends, they're buds. And then it's just like a oh, like one of those like uh, jaw dropping kind yeah. of like yeah. moments. And there were some moments like uh, so Champa beats the shit out of Johnny, and then Johnny's sitting there laying in his lap, like mm-hmm. he's sitting, he's laying in Champa's lap, and that is such a cool visual. Yeah, it's, it's like still so intimate, but like they're still like what's like so cold. Yeah, yeah. It's one and- so like like why like I don't know like what's going on. And yeah. that's the thing. So it's like, has NXT up to this point kind of uh, obviously Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa aren't like NXT grown, but they had they, their story grew through NXT. That story in NXT grew to a place that had a really impactful, emotional, like, you know, resolve. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, had their bit, had NXT had their kind of big, you Kevin know, Sammy. Kevin, yeah. okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But this was, I mean, they hadn't had it since then. And this was yeah. like, this was a different, like, Kevin and Sammy was huge. This was, like, a different level because NXT was at a different level. You know, this happened in front of an arena, not in front of Full Sail. Yeah. 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 But it was really cool. I, uh, 
yeah, it, and it is interesting to go back and watch it because it is like, I didn't realize at the time when we were starting to do this podcast, and I was starting to get back into like wrestling and NXT. It's like, wow, we really hit just a fucking beautiful time. That being said, mm-hmm. a lot of shitty bullshit happens in the, in the WWE universe and the world of WWE television and whatnot. But like, uh, there's still so much good shit that happens from like within the next couple of years, specifically oh, yeah. in NXT. Oh, like NXT was like, there was some down stuff. Like, don't want to like, you know, like be revisionist looking back on it. There, there's stuff that didn't work, but it was oh, yeah. so much smaller than any other like wrestling product out there. And like, and it was doing it on a weekly TV show. And you kind of had to seek it out. It was just on the network at that point. Uh, it, so it's like, it was accessible. It was already there. You just had to go to it. And it was just like incredible. I remember it was at that time that we started, like I started uh, meeting up with my brothers and a couple other folks that we've known since we were young uh, to watch pay-per-views again. And we'd go and meet up and we'd be talking like for like the main, you know, main roster pay-per-views. I'd be like, did you guys see like takeover last night or even following this? And they're just like, oh, not really. I haven't really checked it out, but it's just like, how can you, it's like the fucking sickest wrestling that is like Seriously. so easily accessible. Yep. I've, like it was such a, we were talking about and the last episode and stuff too, it, but like this era really opened that gate of, you could really learn about so many people who are like, you know, quote unquote indie darlings, but genuinely like meant such a, a big deal. And the show, was it still an hour at this point? pre-taped yeah. hour yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was so it was so palatable everything about i i kind of wish they never went to tv i think no, that's, that's what when the, killed that's them. When they changed the two hours by the way mm. yeah. yeah yeah live and so one of the one of the things that have um like in this era and this is something that starts build, building here especially is they start really getting into long-term stories yeah like, mm. and one of the big things with the long-term stories that i think helped them out is that they would do four weeks of tv at a taping yep so they had they couldn't change plans like you have four weeks that you have to fucking stand there and go yep and so it made it so then they could really dive in to telling these big stories because it was just the nature of the beast. That's just and, how you did it. And I you can see how those you can see how the story is reacted to while you're writing the the next part of it. You can like yeah. you give yourself that kind of buffer to to really play in, and build this story like, uh, like meaningfully. It's a perfect model. Why hasn't anyone done it? But it, they have, right? Like, because I feel like wrestling, wrestling shows used to just be strictly like studio productions. Yeah, and it, stuff. It, it's a thing. It's it's like when you have, yeah, it's like it, it used to, like WWF did that for so long until yeah. the show went live because it's one of those things where it is, you can get cool things live because like nothing can be spoiled. Mm-hmm. And so you and, can have these surprise things and these flash wins and all this stuff. And TV, um, like, networks pay more, way more for live product. Yeah. Like, it is, it's the most sought-after type of entertainment. Um, so that's, like, that's a huge part of it. And also, like, NXT is kind of the exception. Like, tons of places have done it. Impact still does. Impact still does tapings. Um, like, Nobody other companies. The fuck? They're, like, begging people to go. Yeah, it's you have to do it well, and NXT did it the best anyone ever has. Like they, I'd say every other company didn't actually like has never taken full advantage of that model. Like they just still run their company the same way that they would if they're weekly. It's just like yeah, um, NXT was the only people who ever were like, hey, let's like use this to our advantage. Yeah. And then at the time, 
it was like Triple H. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have like the producers and all that kind of shit. But it was like Triple H and I want to say a guy named Ryan Ward. And then another guy named Ryan Katz joined in later as well. Um, they were the people that were like running the show. Mm-hmm. Road Dog was still, I want to say, head writer of SmackDown. Shawn Michaels well hadn't, right. come, hadn't come in yet. That was that was a later development. So it's just like a few people that mm-hmm. are doing it. You don't have a giant team of writers, which is fine to have if like they're trying to, but they're trying to placate, you know, a 70 something year old fucking crazy guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it, they didn't have wanted, to. Oh, mm-hmm. what? No, and to that point exactly where it's like where what Vince McMahon like and, and it really hasn't changed much since but it's like you see too there's a couple wrestlers who get to the the leash loosened a little bit but it did feel like NXT where but where but mostly in WWE it's, it's a lot of like you you we see people kind of feel like a charisma vacuum when it's like they have to be so to the T get this point across plug this do that 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 like in NXT it felt very much like this is where the story's going here's some points to get you there and then just tell the story how you do it it felt like that there's just so much more agency which is like what made it feel so much different than when you tuned into raw or smackdown which we i was just coming back to and had such rosy fresh-faced eyes about about like i was like oh jinder mahal this guy's kind of cool man oh this guy's kind of cool man this guy's <laughs> and, got a beefy castle man and that would but, be like, like like the thing it's like triple h like he was like he knew what he was doing he knew it was going to be a studio show like that essentially he was trying to get the brand off the ground and he wanted to make it something that you know that he actually liked, which is it was such an old school wrestling show. It was wrestling angles. It was about wrestling and they were kind of still had to do some weird WWE nomenclature, but for the most part, like they could talk like people and they just like let it develop like a wrestling show. It wasn't weird. It wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. It didn't insult you for watching it. It's like go out there and have a kick-ass match. We're going to be different. And the fans just responded to it. And so then he's like, well, I guess I can atone for all my sins of burying CM Punk. And right. so um, he did. And, and that's why like, that's why sanity would work on NXT, but it wouldn't work when you're, when you're trying to write sanity for Vince McMahon, it just won't work. When you're yeah, trying right. to put it through that filter, they can't do the same thing where it was just such a different. Cause you could get like a, a group like the, um, like when Kevin Sullivan would, would be running like in Florida and shit. And like, he scared people. Or Bruiser Brody would scare people. You get those kind of crazy ass characters, but yeah. then you get the Dungeon of Doom in WCW. You know what I mean? Whereas like this, you get Sanity in NXT, and it's like, oh, they're wild, they're crazy, they're out of control. But it's like, oh, it's palatable. They make it kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then you get like fucking Joe Gacy in NXT 2.0, who just or... has powers for some reason. Retribution. <laughs> Or retro, or when the riot squad got called up, you could see like what Vince thought of like a like wild, like untamed group of people. They were going around like knocking sandwiches out of people's hands and like squirting mustard all over the fucking break room, like writing like yeah, yeah, like rocks. Honestly, yeah, they write like stupid in like a like makeup on like a mirror or something. Yeah, dummy. That's top tier bullying. Honestly, I like it. Uh, Only so, certain I people can go... get away with that, and, and it's uh, it's just undisputed there. But we'll get to them. <laughs> I want to go getting there. I want to go back to something you said. He said Joe Gacy has powers. Yeah, he has like druids now too. The like the 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 woke boy. So like this is a safe space. I'm gonna yeah. make it. Is he still doing that that shtick? Yeah. I don't Why? know. Oh, okay. There, there, it's a are you not still watching? 
Uh, I'll catch it if I can. Okay, I don't even listen like, to recaps anymore. I like the Creeds a lot, like a whole lot. Yeah, I like Creed a lot too. I like the the Julius and Brutus Creed. So. Um, I like guys like you know Roddy's still there. Scott um, Stapp, Carmelo Hayes. I really like Cameron Grimes. Like, do you like the I, I Roddy's not? Oh, Roddy is still there. He's yeah. just trying to. Not. Also, got, like last night, they, they had a show with no got, singles men's matches and like three women's match. Like they're pushing see, a ton of women. That's cool. Are that's they good? Cool. Some of them. Rock or is it like Perez is great. Okay. It's not uh, like Nikita Lyons is really, Nikita Lyons will be good. I, like she's cool. She's internet. Like everybody she's, loves yeah, on the internet. Oh yeah, I. She's got a big butt. I yeah yeah. She's I I go just de- just take a dip into into gay wrestling Twitter and <laughs> yeah your and phone straight, will start leaking. It's all over straight, straight wrestling. And yeah. Straight wrestling. Yeah. yeah, that's that's true. But R R I P to my favorite horny on main Malcolm Bivens. Oh J R. No Malcolm Bivens. No oh, Malcolm Bivens. I think you meant J R. Jim Ross. Jim Ross. No Malcolm He's... Bivens got is J R's barbecue. He went bye bye. He's coming yeah. back. He's no, uh, yeah, he's no, doing he literally what he wants. did a comedy special talking about how, like, why he left, and it's like, yeah. yeah, that sounds miserable for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and no, if, I mean, not like going back there, but we'll see yeah. Stokely. We'll see him it's, around. It's weird. It's weird. Like, what are they gonna do with Diamond Mine? That's what's weird. They me. never fucking cared. They don't care. Oh, okay, it's okay. gone. It's still there. No, it's gone, dude. <laughs> it'll, it'll honestly, it'll become the thing that it was always meant to be. A thing to get Ivy Nile over, not Roddy or Malcolm. They don't care um, about well, either of them. Oh uh, no, it's actually right now. It's a, a the Creeds, just right? added, Yeah, it's the Creeds. Uh, Ivy Nile, kind of, uh, mostly the Creeds, and they just added uh, Damon Kemp, who's uh, Gable Stevenson's brother. Okay. Huh. I want to see the Creeds versus the Croods. Creeds are great. Is that, that the, oh, that also Christmas pretty, movie. Also, Pretty Deadly's there, and Pretty Deadly. Oh, okay the fucking best and i watched i made jenna watch just the first segment of last week's episode i only watched part of it because um i had other shit i was doing so I yeah here um but it was like nxt 2.0 is trying to be sexier and Ooh. so they were like well, yeah they have the key on... to lines sitting on people's faces <laughs> yeah so they're like zooming in on butts and like bare skin and it was just pretty deadly. And so then and like, they're just like, yes, boy. And it was the best. I love them. That that rocks. It's like it's like a Fast and Furious movie. They were like, um, kind of. And then they were like uh, tanning and they're using the belts as like the reflectors. Oh, they're that's the great. Best. If, if you haven't Tell, seen you know, them, call me, call me when they start zooming in on the hog and then I'll tune back in. They, they want to be subtle. Yeah. No, no. Deadly. No, leave pretty. You don't. I'm not talking about Pretty Deadly. I'm talking about NXT as a whole. You know what we should talk about? We should talk about NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. So, um, in my book, a big, big show. It's a really big show. Okay, Uh, so before before we get in to this show, mm -hmm. during TVs, there's a couple people that have some matches. Ooh. And they're just little one-off matches, and they lose them both. Actually, they both lose to Aleister Black, actually. Oh uh, yeah, Bobby they're, Fish. They're building, shows up. yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, cool, Bobby Fish is there. That's kind of weird. And then Kyle O'Reilly shows up, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I wonder if they're signing. And it's like, that's cool to see. Like, that's weird they didn't tag him, but it's like WWE isn't like tag teams anyways. And Bobby will hold Kyle down. And well, and Kyle had just been a, on a singles run, like, like exactly the biggest singles run of his career. 
the singles run that they signed him for and fucked up and then had to wait to sign him because they fucking broke the oh, law. Oh, that's right, because they fucked up. They, fu- they, yeah. they tampered it with was, his contract. It wasn't with his, though. Oh, that's right, yeah. It was, it was Adam Coles. It was Adam oh. Coles, yeah. Were they all... F- okay, okay. But they talked to Kyle too early, so yeah. it would have been tampering again if they had signed And this him. was Ring of Honor, right? The, where yeah. they were? PWG okay. too, right? Like they're in that whole circle. Yeah, I was like, but I was thinking contract. PWG doesn't. Oh no, no, no! I just, I just meant like notoriety. PWG, I'm pretty sure still has all their business on, like, hmm. on AIM, even though it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Probably. And and Kyle had been like, Ring of Honor was like he so left. We used work there, but they were working with New Japan like during mm-hmm. the last okay. one. So like, yeah, him and Adam Cole okay. fought at the Tokyo Dome that year, like in January. Yeah, in 20 for the Ring right? of Honor title. Yeah. So this show takes place August twenty, August nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. The show opens up with Code Orange playing. I'm probably leading in the blur. I'm guessing. Yeah, it is. Um, just fucking rocking. It was like when I saw. It was the second time I saw my stuff on this on this show. From uh, Fozzy. Also, yeah, big, the first big, one. big. No, the first was Turnstile. Uh, oh, it's Fozzy. Mauro Ronaldo, first takeover on commentary. Mama Mia! And so, yeah, he had gone, like, he was on SmackDown for a while. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of cool. And J- JBL drove him Deleted. away. <laughs> I, so, I miss him this, so much. This is the much. dream team right here, by the way. It was Mauro Ronaldo, Nigel McGinnis, and Percy Watson. It was legitimately my favorite so good. team. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Corey Graves called the tag team match, and Jim yeah. Ross called the Black Atomi match, which yep. is cool. Like I like when they, I like when you kind of sprinkle in a couple, yeah. little people. But like, I think half of me liking Takeover was Mara, or was NXT was Mara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least like, got he pulled you in if you weren't familiar with the product because like, like he was so dynamic. Yeah, I think he could he could narrate a fucking Cody versus QT Marshall match, and I'd be like interested. Right? He's it makes so... you interested. Cody's yeah. gonna need a Q-chip from that shot from QT into the side of his head. Yeah, Marl's so good at like sprinkling in information about the re- like the athletes and stuff <laughs> that you're like is from Georgia, like Cody. It'd be like it'd be like a <laughs> No, he would. He has to. He has to uh, shoehorn in like hip hop references. Like yes, QT Marshall with the schoolboy. Might as well change his name to Schoolboy Q. <laughs> oh, Mama said, "Knock you out." Oh, I'll I see it. you at the crossroads, or Cody Rhodes. Might <laughs> <laughs> uh, be. John- Johnny Johnny Gargano versus Andrade opened the show. Uh, Andrade with fall. with Vaselina Vega. Uh, Zelina threw Johnny a DIY shirt to distract him. Oh, getting playing with his heart. And so this was like you know Johnny's first attempt at kind of like real singles run, and then this is when Andrade like gets his shit oh together. he starts caring yeah mm-hmm. yeah. And so it was great. It wasn't wasn't their classic. That's coming up. Yeah, but um, it was a nice little appetizer. It was, it was a nice a little thing. Right? Um, then we have AOP versus Sanity. Yeah, who saw this one fucking coming? Yeah, was, I I didn't know they won. <laughs> yeah, it was cool shit though. Um, especially because like a guy like Eric Young, even at that time, I want to say he's like thirty something, forty. 
and it's like him 65. getting five him getting his due was just super cool um this was this was the match where he acted like he was going to be a manager and then the like twist was that he was actually in the match right yes it's like Wait, yeah the, he was in a shark cage right no that was earlier never mind that sorry was different no this is where he was just acting like he was the manager like the third guy and then when alexander wolf went to tag in he was like just He's kidding the, i'm the one yeah because it was wolf, it was wolf and him that won it was demo that like you thought was gonna be in yeah that's what it was yeah which was weird because like why wouldn't you have demo in there but <laughs> what if you look the, at these two guys why wouldn't you have big demo in yeah i think I, I think it was to give like eric young his flowers i think triple h yeah. liked him yeah i meant more just like what the character of eric young why wouldn't he be like hey demo you start <laughs> I know, and I've been saying it for years. We need more hairy shoulder representation out here on our fucking TVs. I concur. Um, Bobby and Kyle came out to beat up Sanity. Yep, so kind of like, you're like, oh shit, okay. I guess they're putting Red Dragon there. That's cool. I remember yeah. thinking that. Just being like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Strap, strap the title well, on him. Redragon yeah. to Dragon again, again. <laughs> uh, then we saw Neville in the crowd. We saw Nakamura and Kalisto in the crowd. And then we had the, the Neville thing was just kind of like he's hurt right now, but he, here he is, right? Or was he like on the roster at this time? I can't cruiserweights. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's getting cruiserweights now. Uh, then we go to Alistair Black versus Hideo Tommy. Code Orange playing Alistair Black out with Brendan from Incendiary, who did the vocals on the song. So oh, man sick. is ever truly good. So also, sick. Great opponent to like that can go and have sh- like a strike off with, with black. Mm. Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm Seriously. sure. That, oh man. I'm sure that fucking t- old Thomas Budgeon was like nerding out to get to fight Kenta like on pay per view. Fight Kenta, but he didn't go to my room. Please <laughs> kick me. Please kick me in the oh, thighs. Man. Please it, kick me I, in the thighs and in my shoes. I recently listened to Alistair's uh, fucking um, interview with Renee on the sessions, just talking about like how frustrated, or it might've been on the AW podcast. I don't remember. I listened to both, but he was just talking about how fucking stupid the room stuff was. <laughs> like, <laughs> So a side note, what a coward of Renee for changing her name. Yeah. Hey, I'm I mean, sure. hey, she got to make money. She got a kid now. We got, I, you know, sponsors. I too. guarantee you it was Colin Coward when he hired her to be part of his network. <laughs> Who? Colin Coward. He, um, um, his name for- is Coward? Yeah, cow herd like oh, um, coward. coward. Yeah, Colin Coward. He's no, a um, fucking coward. He, he kind of is, but also he's kind of brilliant. Um, yeah, he's a he's a heel sports radio guy who ah. has turned that into a big big old business and started his own network, and that's oh, what she's on okay. now. I oh, think okay. is when she joined. He went no, no. But no. I want to hear. I want to hear John say. Oh, well, and that's the thing. If I'm being if I'm being honest. It's not it's not that good a name. Sessions is a better name. Oral Sessions. It's oh, a it's a name. terrible, it's a terrible name, but I loved it. It's like I want her to make money, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, we got uh we had Becky, Sasha, and Bailey in the crowd, and then Ember Moon versus Asuka. Asuka. Nobody <laughs> was ready for Asuka. So. No, nobody. No, nope. this is my favorite cocky Asuka. Fucking yeah. get the Undefeated. fuck out of my face, Asuka. Streak. Yeah. Oh, with the Getting. streak inner like being too good for the interviewers who are trying to ask her questions at her like, apartment's uh, pool uh, yeah that that 
Oscar is uh, so fucking good. I miss uh-huh. the pool. I miss the pool too. It's a legendary pool. So much has stuff happened at the pool. What was the EC3 thing at the pool? He just There's hung a, out. Him and um uh Velveteen. Velveteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Really weird. Just showing their abs. Just no, their they abs. were back at the pool though, because that's where Penny Deadly was. Oh, oh. same pool. I think so. Is the okay. NXT pool? Uh, going the pool in raw, door? they referenced the name of that apartment complex because they found out <laughs> once, and I can't remember. But That's, dude, hell yeah, dox a, let's dox a bunch of fucking NXT. Uh... They already do Athletes. on uh, a couple like interviews, like with Chris Hero. <laughs> ah, that'll um, happen. Then we cut to Bobby Roode versus. Oh, Drew real quick, real quick, real quick, yes, 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 real quick, real quick. I don't. I don't feel like, to me, I don't mm-hmm. feel like an ever really, in hindsight, ever really clicked with me for Ember Moon in NXT. I think or WWE like, in general. Well, exactly. Well, then of course not on the main roster. I had the privilege of seeing her perform live uh, as Athena a few weeks ago, and her, but it's just like she has such a presence, such a like a different. I don't know. She has so much to offer that I really just but, looking back on her in NXT, it's just like. She just didn't have it yet. She, yeah, know, yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. she has it now because. Want to know why? Because you learn like, in developmental. Well, because like you learn like how to like be a character, but she also stopped being just a fucking weird theater kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean her her wrestling character is based off of her favorite D and D character that she plays. I mean that's fine. Um, that's a badass. That's cool. like, but here's the thing, like. I just don't. I I think that Ember Moon in an, at her NXT run is actually the first thing that NXT like fucked up in this era, like because they made her look like a geek and then gave her the title. Like they did, they just did it wrong. They should she just should have beat Oscar. Yeah, like, she was, the she fact that Oscar. Uh, no, because then they had Oscar hand it to her and it was just like not. She it. shouldn't have gotten it. Like she should. She shouldn't have beat. Nobody should have beaten Oscar. Like, I see. I, I, I that's fine with me too, but. The fact that like she loses here and then like they should have felt like, like they tournament. built her back up. Yeah, like they yeah. they they didn't feel, it didn't ever felt like she actually redeemed like loss. earned earned it from Oscar, which mm-hmm. is like the tallest task. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's like and I just they never settled on what her character actually was. Was she supernatural? Why did her eyes glow sometimes? Why like, is there a biohazard sign? She she literally on an interview last week said she also never understood her character. <laughs> Well, I I think honestly though, I mean like, she had to have some agency with that though. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's like almost your own fault. Yeah, I think it's a, a combination of both, but they could because like it didn't Col- have to be that bad. Because even Colt Cabana when he was Scotty Goldman, like made up a backstory for Scotty Goldman. But it's also probably I'm sure it's, it's like, like get, stop playing fucking D and D, stop talking about your kind of oddly racist boyfriend husband who's white and has some really weird shirts that are not good. Um, <laughs> Man, well, I, is this like Bill DeMott? I mean, are we still Bill DeMott era? Because I can only imagine no. how hard it is for no. someone like like it's Ember not. Moon to go up and be like, hey, I don't get this. I don't like this. Because your spot is still like not guaranteed in any of these places. So not, I could see so her going with the point, flow. We're not. We're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, this we're is like all narrative that isn't happening because mm-hmm. Bill DeMott's gone. I'm just saying, what if, dude? Like, I think like she absolutely should have said something about like because other people did at that time and it would still be scary too but like in nxt that was the place to do it and like yeah it was weird because she's like she got the picture with hunter like if mm -hmm. you're on tv especially at this time as they're growing it's like you're not gonna get yelled at for fucking saying anything 
Yeah. To be like, hey, who? What? What is this? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. There's probably a little bit of a little bit of gray in there, but uh, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about that. Like Oscar and Ember Moon. It's like it's great. It's just like man, something just didn't click there. Anyway, moving forward, both great though. Yeah. Uh, we had uh Bobby Roode versus Drew. Uh, in the promo Bobby video, Roode's best NXT match because it was somebody that wasn't doing F- flippies. Yeah. Glorious. Um, in the promo package, uh, Bobby Roode said that Drew has potential, and that's all he'll ever have. Is really funny considering where both of them are now. <laughs> well, spe- what yeah. makes sense about it, especially at that time, is that Drew McIntyre resigned. Um, he was big now, right? He was a little anymore. Yeah, he was, you know, he had his run as Drew Galloway. big, But it was like he was fired after being called the chosen one by Vince that he was a future world champion. And then he got fired. Yeah, he was in three man band. Look and out, so Austin Theory. Like, it made so, that's not honestly. I'm like, OK, this is really weird. Um, <laughs> he's going to get fired and then come back even bigger and hairy. Um, <laughs> but um. It was. It's like, oh, wow, Drew's, but he's like not just on the main roster. He's like, he's in NXT. It's like, okay, like he, they're all kind of making him earn it. And so. Mm. Well, like, yeah, I mean, which I don't know if he like specifically wanted that, but it seems like it's the perfect part of his wrestling story because like he did have to go earn it. Like, mm-hmm. and like, and he went, he did a fucking PWG run. Like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and had some really bad matches there because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing um are you kidding me have you seen the five-man band one that one's good but he did the thumb in the butt match with slow motion who else is in the five-man band drew gulak um best friends and aerostar oh like he does sounds like a lot of fun he had a singles match i don't even remember against who that i was just like this is really boring and bad um yeah but like, but then like it fits like he has to come back and now like do NXT and all that. So like, yeah, real really prodigal good. son returns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's impact um, champion for like four seconds. <laughs> he had a real Scottish ass entrance, and uh, he got the title because yes. uh, Kyle Bobby and Bobby was moving up. Yeah. Uh, Kyle and Bobby distracted Drew after the match, and then bow, 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 the guy bow, in the skinniest black jeans ever. Adam Cole, baby. He beats up Drew, and he's there. So, does anyone see this coming? Yes. Okay. I mean, I knew because yeah. like was it, it was because known. of Kyle and Bobby, or was it, it because? No, it's just because it's like. He had left Ring of Honor. He okay. had been kicked out of Bullet Club. You and the internet, people on the internet. WWE. Okay. Um, and so it's like you just figured, like, okay, it's going to end up probably being there. Yeah. I mean, we weren't expecting him to attack Drew, but it's like you expected Adam Cole. Yeah. And we got him. And we got him. And it was the start to my favorite era of wrestling. <laughs> I mean, really, just yeah. that hit, I've watched like, so far in my five short years of watching wrestling consistently yeah i mean absolutely to date the most incredible like you know couple of months or years i guess coming up years. that yeah that nxt has that are i think just untouchable mm-hmm. even yeah. when aew started it was like their nxt was still They're, leagues ahead of it it was just such a different task to operate i won't get to it it gets it gets bloated at a certain point yes it does um, it does not stay 
perfect like throughout its run i i think of it actually like baby faces that get super over and then it gets a bit too much eventually becky and seth do this every single time yep um because like you know look every time seth turns baby face it, it's pretty good at first and then something happens that's like oh nope not that though like it's not believable at a certain point and that nxt yeah. did that themselves as a promotion and we're and not they- quite at the point yet where we're like let's nab up everybody with the name on the independence we're not there yet but right we're, we're good well, we got really johnny we got close. alistair we got we so, got adam cole there's but, st- the endings are still super healthy right now mm-hmm. yeah like and they stay that way they like, didn't drink the Indies milkshake yet no and so we're still <laughs> we're still um we're still not and the reason why they start doing it is because of the success of what comes later sure Right, exactly, exactly. And I think that's where, you know, just a lot of things, yeah, where things get bloated, things kind of topple themselves over. And then, of course, at the end of the day, um, you know, not to skip ahead too much, it's all at the whims of a very old fucking weird man. But um, that's not where we're at, because right now... He gave his own son-in-law a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, pretty near killed him. Actually, oh. I, we can't really blame Vince for that. Let's uh, do it, dude. Let's do it, man. That guy... I bet know. Triple H did steroids when he no. was young, in his oh, younger sir, days. Does, oh, he's probably he doing does, it now, dude. He does steroids now. It's the only substance he does. <laughs> yeah. You bet he does steroids. Have you ever seen, like, fat, bloated Triple H that couldn't work out, like, any cardio? It's the <laughs> best. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, see, that's a deep dive I want to go on. Chubby Trips? No, just you Triple don't. H you in like, general. No, you. Like I know him. it's boring. No, but you like him. <laughs> I know. You don't. You don't you're gonna change your opinion of him. I know. Uh, that whenever, man, it's good that whenever we do my special episode on 2002 SmackDown, we're not covering Raw at the same time because Derek, <laughs> you would, you would be sad about what your father has done in his past. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know. What's crazy about what, how the WWE stuff has worked, is like. I like their their documentaries. It's like I still like Triple H there. I like Triple H in DX. I like Triple H in. Mm-hmm. I like Triple you, H. No, with, see, the, no, no, with no, Batista, no. like that whole <laughs> the like those four. What was that? What was the four guys? Evolution. You Evolution. Don't because yeah. you you like the idea of it. But yes, you are fucking. I like. Fucking. <laughs> I like oh it in a documentary. God. Yeah. Let me tell you some things that Triple H did in the year 2003 alone, Derek. Okay. Um, he beat Booker T at WrestleMania after um, making, basically insinuating that he can't be champion because he's black and has been oh, to I, prison. I know that's bad. Yeah, that one's real. But this, that's like how he starts the year. That's why Matt likes him. Well, <laughs> actually, he started the year by burying uh, Scott Steiner, debuting Scott Steiner. Sick. That's um, yeah, kind of badass, dude. Deserved, but um, <laughs> then that year he eats the Intercontinental Championship into his own championship. They just deactivate it after he beats, I think, RVD. Good. Um, just eats up one of the Matt's picks. Good because he, he, he can't win another championship. He destroys another one. One um, of a kind. He and Shawn Michaels' first world championship reign after a month. Oh, <laughs> and that was yeah. that was when Michaels was back. Yeah, that was when Michaels came back, won the title, and then Triple H won it back from him a month later. <laughs> I would say, I would That's say, bad. I would say, aside from the obviously awful racist stuff, inexcusable, completely inexcusable. Aside from that, 
what is pro wrestling but a big old game of fucking politics? And who's done played it better? How than Triple H? Boring dude. it was though. Watching yeah be every single baby face that was on Raw to the point that yeah. Bubba Ray Dudley had a championship match. RVD, Kane, like they were just going through anybody they could. He just beat them all. Booker T had a, um, had a rematch after Mania and he, and he beat Booker T again. Are we going to have a similar conversation in a few years about Roman? Yeah, we're already having that. People are already having that conversation. We're already, mm-hmm. we're like, but the I thing think is, 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 there's less of a, mo- there's less of a moral uh, objection well, yeah. to because for Roman Reigns. He, it's not Roman that's politicking for it. No. It's Vince, the machine doing it. Triple H politic to beat Booker T. It is so, so funny when you watch Booker that video T of him. Was supposed to win. When yeah. you see Triple H lying right to Bret Hart's face after the screw job, he's like, "Did you know anything about this?" No, 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 <laughs> no. I, 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 I didn't know a thing. <laughs> it's just like you. Lied I think he said, said "I swear on my yeah. children's yeah, lives." Seriously, it's like you fucking liars. <laughs> but that's what makes him great, dude. That's the carny of them all, bro. I mean, is. Is he as bad as Hogan? No. When it comes to politics, say honestly, probably worse. I'm not defending any one of these people, hmm. but in the yeah. context of wrestling, it's fun. In, fun. in the context, no, no, no. Just specifically in the context of wrestling. Yes, because um, or is he worse than Hogan? Hogan's uh, Hogan's Hogan's not as bad as Triple H. Okay. Okay. And yeah. Because, it's just, because Hogan just benefited. Vince, Vince wanted to move away from him so many times. But just I just couldn't quit him. And... I just can't quit you, Hulk. <laughs> exactly. And so no, um, Triple H, and also Triple H was married to the boss's daughter. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, come yeah. on. My date with the president's daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you know he he turned around. <laughs> That's turned the thing, dude. I, who there's a, there w- the. Nuances aside, there's an easy, there's an easy to digest, there's an easy to digest, uh, you know, story of, uh, of redemption. Right. So it's like, as as long as we stick it on the surface, love the guy, (laughs) but I do like the bad stuff. It's not that I think it's good. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. And the racist stuff is just, you know, it's fun. No, I'm not saying it's interesting to watch. I'm saying it's, it's interesting to know. It's an, it's, it's, we have the benefit of hindsight. Yeah. It's an interesting story beat. If you only are see the major things that happen go oh man this villain was like ruling for so long but then you go like he never actually got dethroned he just went away oh no one beat him not well he would lose his friends all the time the only person that really ever has one up on him his own heart was batista his own heart oh batista orton and sheamus and but was Triple H and but was Batista's last match, right? Yeah, so Batista yeah. now is like no longer has that one up on him. Because like he, he tried it really hard to put him over for the title. Yeah. And it wasn't even at Mania. It was I think it was like the next pay-per-view backlash. Oh. Um Undertaker. Or, he never like really He never beat Taker at but, Mania. But no one beat Triple H for the title. No, they, is they, that what you're they, saying? They would, no, they but would, rare. but then he just get it back. Goldberg won it for a, like a, a couple a fucking cup of coffee, but then like Triple H just ended up with it again. Like there is a very famous quote in a Paul Heyman shoot interview um, he does on One Night Stand, where he was t- talking to JBL and he's like, "The only reason you were a champion on SmackDown for a year 
is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ooh, sick. That makes you feel. That's... That makes you just want to go sit down. <laughs> yeah. And th- that's the thing is that tri- like Triple H was just like a perennial champion up until like up until like 2011, 2010. And then guess and then, what? Oh, he was world champion in 2016. He won. Yeah, I mean, the someone Royal needed to Rumble. step in, dude. Yeah, he fans won needed the to rumble that year and became the champion. Did he? Was Brock? Who was the champion? Um, it, so it was Roman. Then Roman had to defend his title in the Rumble, and Triple H won that, and then Roman beat him at Mania in, in the, the worst main event, like in recent history. Wow, I like that until, out. until Roman versus Taker. <laughs> Ooh. That's rough. You know what? That's so funny that the uh, I was talking about the Drew McIntyre just fucking finally, finally was the straw that broke the the back of us having to dissect Triple H, which does deserve his own episode, obviously. But uh, it's crazy because we're on the road. We're on the road to War Games. War we're on games. the road to War Games. This is yeah. one of my favorite ones because it's like it's the three team one. And yeah. then also, wow. it's Roddy with the Authors of Pain. He was A-O-P, so cute, the little suit. Saying, oh, my God. When, when does Roddy turn? Uh, coming him up and, soon. Him and Pete, okay. dude. Remember the, that? Uh, the finals of the... Um, it's New Dutch Orleans. Oh, it's okay. New Orleans, so it'd be the main one. Okay. the one, which is the best oh, NXT takeover. Okay. So much maybe fun. I'll, maybe I'll watch that one. I, 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 I rewatch. I've watched all of them. I have now seen every single NXT takeover. <laughs> so it's my favorite really, thing. It's, it's hard to say it's not the best because there was two five-star matches. My favorite thing, now that Adam Cole showed up, is that he's immediately, like the Undisputed Era is just immediately the fucking shitty mm. high school jock bullies. It just clicks immediately. And then like the best part about this for me was like, War He's games made to feel really fucking important from the jump. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, and like also like well, as and a I kid, probably watched it with you and Brady, so like you loved him. So I was like, oh, so you just soaking up that really energy. important. Yeah. yeah. And war games is fucking awesome because like <sighs> I, I was always obsessed as a kid with the uh the fucking I know the three stack from uh from fucking ready to rumble, and I was like, they're <laughs> never gonna do it. You're never gonna get the three tiered fucking cage again. And I was oh, like, war games. Yeah, at least that's I get it. That's fun as hell, dude. Was, so it's just like was, I love a good gimmick old war match. Game, were old war games bad? No, some, some of them are very good. Okay, some of okay. them are. It's subjective. It's subjective. Um, <laughs> some of them are fucking awesome. Okay. Like, it was a match type like that they did every year, and sometimes WCW was garbage. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a the fucking Dangerous Alliance versus is it Sting and Friends? Is that the yeah. really? Um, it's my favorite it's, cartoon. It's 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 so it's Paulie Dangerously, Paul Heyman, his team of like stunning Steve Austin and his goons. Oh. Dustin um Dustin Rhodes is on Sting's friends. Like it's a fucking great match. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's wrestling, it's it's fun, it's a little slow. And so um also on it was August 19th, 2017, on my Facebook profile. Mm-hmm. I, I, my uh, picture, I changed the cover photo to what would become Undisputed Era. And Zach commented, baby. Nice. Zach, Zach commented, nerd. nerd. Fucking 
nerd. What's up, nerd? What's up, nerd? What's that logo, nerd? Is that Halo? I only like babes in Halo. <laughs> One of Mountain I, Dew, bro. For some reason, we were we were talking about gravity at work. I don't know. Oh, dude, that shit's wild, bro. Um, yeah. And like one of my coworkers was like, did you know that uh, Isaac Newton died a virgin? And I was like, fucking nerd. <laughs> they got him. Got, got him, that, dude. Got that dummy that discovered science. Discover gravity. You don't That's have a fucking mad cotton back there. Fucking <laughs> apple fall on his head. Big gravity man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can make a fucking might fall on his head, but how come he ain't getting that peach falling on? No, I'm saying, oh shit, dude, shit, dude, fucking Talking about butt, fucking got his brain full of knowledge, but he ain't got his fucking knowledge full of fucking, you know, got, ain't his, getting that brain. He's got yeah. balls, yeah. not only full of piss, but also jizz because he hasn't left any, hasn't gotten any rid of it having the sex. <laughs> Isaac, yeah. Isaac, yeah. Newton, Isaac Newton actually discovered that pee is stored in the balls. Mm. Isaac Newton never got that sloppy toppy. Don't. <laughs> Well, well, no, you know, no, you know what? Maybe he did. Maybe he's gonna enjoy picking an episode title. (laughs) You know what, though? Honestly, I'm not trying to be all like dumb, but you have to kind of be really unapproachable if you discover gravity and still can't get toppy, can't get someone to be like really down. You have to be really on a beer fest, a little slap and tickle, or you have to be really unapproachable, or maybe he was asexual. Absolutely. You know what? Or maybe, are we? maybe he was very closeted but, at the but time also, but and also, was scared. Like, also, maybe he was, was knee deep though, in it I, and they just, just don't talk. You know, they said he died a virgin, but also like what I, people died so early then. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's probably fucking 13. Also, he probably fucking smelled. Also, yeah. if you've never like, had sex with anyone, weird trousers and they're like, oh, no. Also, if you've never had sex with anyone, a bunch of rotten apples. It's not a big it's not a big fucking deal. He fucked the apple. It's this dumbass piece of trivia. Hey, guess what? Guess what? I know a lot about this man's penis and where it wasn't. Sick, dude. Why don't you get a hobby? <laughs> fucking pick up fucking art. Quit giving a shit about who fucked who back then. I like Come on, how dude. I like how we've like turned heel on our own conversation. Just saying, dude. Really this episode has the weirdest energy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Had. Is it? Is it nice? Is it well, nice to get it to like? We've got the two takeovers, and we've been talking for an hour. We said well, no dink. We said no dinking around. But like, I thought I had a lot more in my notes to get to where we're we're at, and I didn't. So I just think, man, there's so much shaming around people not fucking. So I'm sorry, this man was too busy fucking and discovering shit that we now fucking take for granted daily. You ungrateful piece of shit. I wish we didn't have it. I want to jump like the Hulk. Me too. I wonder that because society. Go ahead, jump. Society. Prior to that, you know, that's they song, didn't know. Eastside. That's another song that I love now. No. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's all it falling apart. Shitty Van Halen. Yeah. No, oh, I that's love that, good. dude. I mean, you gotta love fucking. It's not EDH. hot for teacher. No, it's no hot for teacher. No, but it's do 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 do. And all he does is just say jump, or you might as well jump. This of a record machine, but there's other like. Oh man, there's so many good Van Halen songs. I can't. We can't. I can't. Right. So I, I have Dynamite on in the background. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy just beat Darby. Whoa. Whoa. Darby's uh, getting is, fucking buried. Is Jeff sick? No, fire Darby. Fire Darby. Fire Darby. 
I don't know. Yeah, Darby weird. might maybe Darby pissed someone AEW off. AEW Fire yeah. Darby Challenge. Yeah, that's true. Like I'm glad in reality, but get rid of Predators Challenge AEW. I just think I just think it's time for Je- Jeff's a young guy, man. I think it's time for him to get that uh that rocket and just see what he can Tri- do. Triple H uh put him over. Darby. I gotta say, we gotta say, I gotta say something because I know I know that this is all the one. Fucked fine. No, 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 god damn it. It's not about that. <laughs> It's not about that. It, it is about this because I feel like the one of the biggest things that, that we as a podcast consensed upon was that Alistair Black Dave. and Velveteen Dream was a very fucking great pairing. And that's where yes. this is, right? This is War Games. Yeah. Um, when was this? Uh... November 18th, 2017, live from the Toyota Center from Houston, Texas. Houston, Houston we have a War Games. <laughs> Um, uh, we've got, this is the card. So it what says, was the, uh, what does what was one the, uh, N mean? One N? On Wikipedia. Oh, is that, that like it, a dark, dark match? match? It was for the live crowd and a taping, but not okay. for the, do you have the rock shows? I don't know. Um, it really threw you through the loop. Uh, yeah. Was, well, cause I didn't watch this one. Oh, I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I see. I, I haven't see. watched okay. any more up to well, this point. We can start no, here next what? time. Like, no, no you know I've what? seen it. No. I've seen it. No. No, I'm not going to watch every uh, the rest of the takeovers. I'm not doing that. Wow, that was a lofty goal then. I, thought, I feel like you made it really far. No, at so this point, you. I've oh, seen them the, all. Uh, official oh, I get you. Oh, I saw. You got caught up. War games. Um, let's find them out here. Yes. It is... Play by the band Marmosets. Of course. Was there only one? Marmosets. And then Executioner's Tax. Yeah, Power Trip. Rest in peace, Riley Gale. Hell yeah. Oh, and and it's in Houston? That's big. That's big. Hell yeah. That rocks. Um, It was cool seeing my world in, in wrestling for a little bit. Yeah, that really that really was quite the intersection. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Ruby Riot beat Sonya Deville. This was when Sonya was probably really bad, huh? Yeah, she. Yeah, not that much better. But she she had her She's, moments. But oh, that's like the dark match. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then okay. The, the other dark match was Peter Dune uh, beating Johnny Gargano. Yeah. When Peter Dune was Triple H of the UK. Yeah, it's true. And right. then I, I like this Johnny Gargano too because it's like he's trying to find out who he is and he's slipping along the way while like becoming Johnny Takeover and like Johnny NXT. And we really failed to mention and we'll talk about NXT Takeover Chicago. Um Tommaso Ciampa tore his ACL, full blown out knee. Right. Oh, yeah. And so that's why like when he turned on Johnny, it was wild because we knew he was going to come back eventually and like it was going to be wild. Oh, that's right. We didn't know when we just yeah. he was going to be gone for a while. And he came yeah. out and cut this fucking awesome promo um, on NXT. He stopped. This is where he stopped having music for a while. Oh, so yeah. Good. It was, he was so great. Yeah. Well, because first he showed so up at, was it at this show great. with the crutch in the crowd? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, but he just like disappeared after that promo he did. Um, and it was just so good. And it was the only that- thing like we had on social media, they had like a thing of him, like moving out of him and Johnny's house. Like, right. 
Like, and then he they went radio silent. Like after yeah. that, yeah. Wow. And Johnny's not and on this on this show, right? What he's so he's on, all... He just fought Pete Dunne in like on the pre-show, which is that's like right. The show the uh, the tape show for NXT TV. NXT after the takeover. But it was just like one of those things. This is where they started really getting into like building these crazy stories, like we were talking about before, and this is one of them. And yeah. just how they were, let it play out was. Yeah, I'm really glad. I'm really glad you brought that back up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you ready for this blast from the past, Matt? Hit me. The opening match. <laughs> Lars Sullivan versus Cashizono. Lars such high Sullivan. Hopes for Lars. I thought for a second, dude. I was like, they finally got the big man right. A big man, but he's intelligent. He's cunning, but he's big. He's slight also lisp. like slight lisp. He's got kind of like a carnival show attraction kind of vibe going. They did the presentation of him very well with the, the silhouette with his entrance and, kind of and the music but then I thought, like i thought once, he was once he got between the ropes it was downhill exactly dude fast. and then you know once you start looking of course into his his previous behavior online it makes it uh you know more and more apparent yeah, that he's just not weirdo i don't know i just think maybe some people weren't meant to be cast into such a wide light and i think uh i think that's just what happened with him i don't know i hoped for a second but the great thing about it is it's a good fucking match to have with someone like cash asono Cassisono and Lars, that's big boy. Cassisono just fucking knockout artisting, dude. This guy's big fucking iron jaw. Big boy match, kick off it, dude. Kicking off a night. That takeovers, that's the best thing about them. The way they kicked off their shows was always mm-hmm. a fucking bang out the mm-hmm. gates. Um, then we had Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream. Was this the match? Yep. Yeah. This is the say my name match. <sighs> Name, I showed this to name. so many people. Same. Exactly. I was like, this was like the first kind of match that in in our podcast was like the first kind of thing that we were like all like, yeah, that's there's something going don't, on here. That's don't like put really... that on we. No, it's like as a as a show, it was just like uh, I remember because you know we were so pretty new. Oh, sorry. Did you not like this? I was just remembers my stance on. Uh, well, uh, regale us. What is your stance on, on Velveteen Dream and uh, and uh, and Alistair Black? It was fine. I I never liked Velveteen in the ring up until like later on because he just didn't have it. It was wasn't it the Champa match? I think it might have been. Wasn't that the one where he was really good? Yeah, was, I think so. I I didn't like him like in the ring, but he's def- like I definitely am a sucker for what like for potential. Like obviously, like I've been waiting for Baron Corbin to be what he was for four seconds, like for yeah. years, like. You know, and so like I was just like, oh, this like this was better than it should be, and like because he should be terrible, and it was just and it was okay. That's the I thing. Think, like, I think the storytelling in this match was great. That's what it is. Yeah, because he's still an, he's an up and comer, and he earned Alistair's respect. He's on the road to getting better, kind of a thing. Mm. And then like also because like on those rare occasions like where we actually see that pay off long term, like. Bianca or Rhea Ripley, like these days, like because we've been watching the, them from when, like the, you know, the days of what they're like. Oh, they're not good, but they have a lot of uh, potential. Like, and they've actually achieved that now, which is cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Ember Moon versus Kyrie Sane. I miss her. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nikki Cross and Peyton Royce um ember one uh it was for the vacant nxt women's championship so oscar got called up right mm. that's right yep and yeah so okay, ember yeah. earned it 
I guess so. Kind she of. did. It just she never. <laughs> there was just that thing with Oscar, and then once it, she won it, and Oscar got in the ring and handed it to her. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what it. And uh, then, it, it just kind of felt like it took. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't hit. It, it didn't feel quite right. Like someone else should have won, and Ember should have beat that person. Like. Or something. So like, have her like not that. involved in the finish. Like, right. Just because her and Oscar just had this kind of like, like, meh feel to it because the way it, it ended with Oscar's mm. injury and stuff. Baby faces winning vacant championships, I don't think does anything for the baby face. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It, it was still like one of those things where, and I feel like NXT, even all the way up till now, has always had this element of you have a, there is still a developmental part of, of the whole presentation. Mm you know, which kind of gives it some grace and stuff too, where a match might not be a barn burner, but it's like, yeah, these are people, you know, in the developmental world. It hasn't quite become its own full blown ass brand yet and stuff. So like, I don't know, none of it felt like obtrusive or bad. Yeah. I, I think that it's just like, not everybody's meant for like that style of wrestling. Um, and that like, that like whole thing, like you saw Ember Moon, Athena live, different energy, different thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where some people will do better. Mm-hmm. Not, not every band's supposed to be Kiss and have this big show. Yeah, some not, not every band can rock and roll all night, dude. Party every day, dude. Party exactly. Well, I mean, like, like some bands are meant for that. Some bands are like, oh, like they're their best when you see them at a gritty location, stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. it might yeah. have just been a thing where it just, just wasn't meant to be where she played her music, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That yeah. theater nerd. But what they should have done is Peyton Royce should have won because Billy Kay helped her win. Like, God, and it's just still and, when uh, Peyton um, had that really weird theme song too. Yeah, like Billy should have let Peyton like pin her at, like at some point in the match and like have that heel thing because that's the only way to do that thing. Well, ever. Billy wasn't in the match. She wasn't. No. Oh no, it's Kyrie. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah. still, like, do like Billy have Billy still come in and help? Like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the way you do it. Yeah. Like, have it heal, and then like, yeah, but, yeah. Well. In, in hindsight, too, I feel like there were a few times where it felt like, uh, uh, you know, Peyton or and or Billy Kay were kind of on a traje- trajectory uh, to kind of you know hop up into that next level, and it also kind of just didn't happen. Even yeah. though like that didn't really happen in the ring, I don't think. But uh. What are you going to do? Uh, next match was Andrade Cien Almas with Selena Vega uh, versus Drew McIntyre. We got a new champ. Oh, Fucking wins it. What a match. This, this is one of the best heel championship wins in like a long time. How did it happen? Andrade Zelina, finally has his fucking shit together. dude. Zelina Spike Ronald Drew. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Um, their size difference is almost frightening yeah he was on his knees and she spike ronned him i think off the apron which then like led to andrade getting the the um ddt off on drew like yeah so he hit him with the draping like his draping hammerlock ddt from the top rope when drew was trying to take this move he fucking like tore his bicep Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're in the hammer like your arms behind you, and like, and and so he had only his other hand to try to break his fall, and so when he was trying to do that, like from the rope, it just fucking pop, poppity pop, 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 pop goes the because weasel. It's one hand's tied behind your back. You're trying to not kill yourself. It's a really hard way for your, your body face. to. So you that's a to lot of meat. On, and so yeah, or normally just brace yourself with both your arms. 
Nope. Ching Yao. Yeah. Also, the height difference between those two guys, like Andrade being the base for Drew on that. Like, but it was also like really cool to see like it. It also kind of showed um, with this here, like the in this era of NXT, like they were willing to put in the work and try to repackage guys or like weave them through. Like maybe they didn't get over with this. So let's try again instead of just throwing them away. So it was just super cool to see. And yeah. I loved like looking back on it. I didn't even think about this at the time, but the way Andrade wins this title is feels very like triple A or like CMLL, like Lucha Lucha style booking. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a very like classic Rudo style, like win. Like, yeah. And like beating this giant with like the manager's help and like stuff. And just like Andrade's like viciousness at this time is like, really cool like i think it's the best like turnaround of a character we've seen like yeah very tranquilo yeah oh yeah it was great Mm -hmm. um then we had the war games match games regal was her yeah regal's been around never mind never we 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 went deep on regal uh undisputed Uh era uh versus the authors of pain with roderick strong (laughs) little roddy Little Roddy in his Ninja Turtles outfit. Dirty little, dirty little Roddy. <laughs> dirty little Rodney. Yeah. Uh, versus Sanity. Alexander Wolf lost his blood. Oh, yes. that's right. His blood yes. all fucking disappeared. The, yeah, he the table was it in half. super early on too, or was that uh, a different match where he was just out? Oh, that early. was the that was the uh, match with Imperium versus Undisputed Ooh. Era from Worlds yep. Collide later. Yeah. But no, um, who when he lost his brain, just like <laughs> just like Shibata when he got it removed, so did Alexander Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my favorite problematic band is Dave Meltzer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, great match. I mean, undisputed era winning is what, exactly what they needed. Um, Adam that, Cole off the top, the fucking best. Yeah. God damn, he's great. Um, um Kylo, this is when Kylo Riley first did the uh, chair off the ropes into his own face yep. spot. Right. <laughs> right. It, it, it just shows that like how good he can be at comedy as well as like regular wrestling. Authors of pain by now had really started to actually find out what it is to be big fucking badasses. And then mm-hmm. Roddy hits a million moves in a row. Like what can and was on? AOP with Paul Ellering right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was until they got called up. Right. So like that's and actually yeah. when they got called up, the first match was with him. And then they were like, Go away, Paul. Yeah. We don't need you anymore, Dad. Shut up, and Paul. Like, okay. Like, oh, okay, I'll I'll go. I'll go now. So my, daughter's, my daughter's this dating was a, Kasiro. A super defining, like, <laughs> even though we talked legitimately about six months. Um, <laughs> this is a very <laughs> defining six months in NXT mm-hmm. because it really did like set up like these really long-term storylines like with Ciampa and then getting in there with like Roddy and Kyle and Adam Cole, like them debuting the entire run of Drew McIntyre was right here. Uh, yeah. Like Andrade, like his whole turnaround, um, just the kind of the emergence of the UK talent and on the main shows, like um, the reset of the women's division, because it was kind of hurting for a minute because everybody moved up and it was Oscar Bailey Bailey left it was Oscar and then they just needed people and mm-hmm. so then you know people like Nikki Cross people like Ember Moon stepping up you got Kyrie saying now it's like we're going to be getting like a bunch of other people so it's just this really cool thing of 
um, this very important time where this is where they turn the corner. There's mm-hmm. always kind of wondering of a moment. It was in 2017 that this was the moment. Mm-hmm. That's where we go into 2018. We start seeing more debuts. We mm-hmm. start seeing a lot more indie guys. Ricochet shows up in the yeah Matt Riddle, the Pedible. That's a little bit later. Yeah, but um, I think 2017 is the best year in wrestling. In a like in a while, like what's one of the best like because New Japan this year starts with Wrestle Kingdom eleven, like yeah, and like even if the main roster, I can't even think the main roster probably was not that good right then. Was but, it still Jinder? Was Jinder still the champ until that November? Was just, that was just the summer, yeah. No, because it's just a summer fling. AJ, AJ beats him right before um, Survivor Series, like, right, yeah, to, to, right. so that's in November, like right where we're talking about. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, 2017 is just really a really great year. Good year, good year. Oh man, if I could hop back in the wayback machine, I it would. W- man, wasn't the Royal Rumble Rumble 2017? Which one was that? Was that Shinsuke or was that 2018? No, this. This is Randy Orton. Yeah, and this is where people pop for Orton because oh, this was also the one because uh-huh. uh, um, where we got um, like Taker, Brock, uh, Goldberg all in the Rumble. It's no. actually, it actually was a sick rumble, and then this is um, right before like AJ Styles, John Cena were doing their shitter. Like it was great, actually. That part, the that mania was bad. Uh, Festival of Friendship was this time period. Oh, okay. I was that year. Um, let's see. That's AJ versus Shane at WrestleMania, which was okay. Um, yeah, that was okay. Um, the Hardys came back. Yeah, that mania. Oh, yeah. that was sick. That was sick. Yeah, and Jinder's whole run. So, <laughs> you know, the Maharaja. Oh, did the fiend start? No, no, not at all. But he was world the, champion at the beginning of the year. And this was the year of the the bug match, right? Yep, this is yep, bug, the match. bug match. Yeah, um, this is. I love the bug match. Oh, the fucking snake, Randy's snake, fucking graphic. The wow, year also. Okay. The year also started with the last what? Cena AJ match. Um, and they that had was that some fantastic matches. Together. Yeah, that, that was their last match. Um, Cena's last championship run, um, for like a month. Like no John Stewart to stop him. No. So yeah, this might be like I think this is the best year. Oh, we started the podcast. Main, yeah. Mania Mania was re- way down though. Change the fucking formula. Change the recipe. The, was that the long one? No, no, that was the next one. Oh, okay. The forty-hour Mania. Yeah, this was the last Mania that we weren't a podcast. Okay. I watched yeah. this in Seattle because that's the night I met Jenna. Oh, then oh no I way! Might not have watched it then. I was playing a show in Seattle that night because I saw Jamin and he's like, oh, Eastside's at my house with Brady. Uh, that was the year before. Uh, I watched in Seattle that? two years in a row. Oh, nice. That yeah. means I didn't watch Mania for two years because I don't know who else no, I would have watched it with. I think you guys did. With I think you did. Yeah. You lying sucker. You lying sucker, dude. You Maybe. probably did because we we were talking about wrestling and starting the podcast within months. Yeah, that's true. And I must have. Oh yeah, yeah, because you said showed me how to do it illegally. Yeah, I was yeah, doing I that at that point. There we go. Yeah, or yeah, I dude. know Criminal... the network. I had your network. Come I had on, your dude. Network login. Yeah, I watched Mania. All right, all right. Yeah. 
Well then. Thank you. Thank you, Oster, for indulging. Thank you, Oster. Thanks. Yeah, yeah thank uh, you guys for being guests on my podcast. Thanks for having yeah. us. I'm sorry um, that yeah. I know that we kind of took it. thank you for being a guest on my podcast. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, this is this is four different podcasts at once. This yeah, is, we're gonna release them on different feeds. <laughs> this is getting just, Zach. My my gonna, podcast right now is called Getting Zach with High. Because guys, this is the most stoned I've ever been on recording the show. I think. <laughs> too. I, I was been, taking I, I was taking bong rips for this one. I haven't had yeah. any weed yet. I, yeah, I was just going to town over here. I like, need, I, and I know I, Derek, you need to go. Derek, you got an early morning. You got an early morning. Early morning. You got an early morning. Early Merlin. Early Merlin. I'm surprised um, that's a, what they call Finn Balor. Early Merlin. <laughs> um, Dude, two more months on the fucking main roster. We would have got early Merlin. <laughs> early, uh, early Merlin with the fat hog. Is it that fat or is it just like, it's... I don't know. Go back and re-examine it. It's, it's just there. It's defined. It's just yeah. defined, yeah. It doesn't look like a tree trunk. It's made, no, out, it's made out of the same thing as like, abs are. Oh my god! Forgive me for being hyperbolic. You <laughs> say he hates hyperbolism. I guess. You got the first thing t- in the world. We got in a fight on Twitter about it once. <laughs> what was it about, Christ, dude? You took Charlotte it to the fucking. Flair? You took it to the web. I don't. <laughs> you were on the the WrestleBoys account and I was arguing yeah, with dude. you. Shit got hot and you took it to the net. I don't we were remember. fighting on the WrestleBoys. It's funny. I don't remember. I I remember a lot of things. Like well, what? Like what else? Like what about it? Well, we were just fighting. We're I was mean. We were mean to each other. You made me mad. Sounds like you guys haven't gotten over it. It sounds like there's some unacknowledged beef that we should dedicate maybe some more time to. I'm down. You're being a gatekeeper and you're being mean. Oh, are you gatekeeping? You gotta keep. You gotta keep the gate sometimes. I know. That's not true. Lock the gates. No, let the people in. Let him in. Let him in. Yeah, the next thing you know, look up a couple Terry. Look up a couple Terry Funk videos on YouTube. Let the kids play, ref. Ah, Let them fucking look up a couple fucking matches on YouTube due to the Funkster in Japan. Well, maybe just they shouldn't turn to dumbasses on like AEW fans. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, calm down. All I'm saying is that I think Finn's dick is made of abs. Oh, probably. He's probably got a little six pack under there. Hey, ab dick. Well, that's. I wish you'd quit calling me that. <laughs> that, 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 that's all. That's folks. gonna do her. That's oh, gonna that's work. The gonna episode. Wrap, wrap it up. Day. No, not yet. Well, oh, thank you for being on this voyage with us. Yeah, this um, is a weird one. Yeah, that's that's it. We're done. We're no, more ni- n- no more nighttime energy, huh? Or yeah. we're just gonna do it more. I don't know. We'll see. We'll thank see. You. Dude, I- you, well, you'll listen back. You'll be like, oh, that was actually really fun. Stay tuned for Frasier on next. Yeah. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, and Bret uh, Hart is the greatest wrestler of all time. Bret Hart is the greatest wrestler of all time. Rusev Day started in 2017. Three Tight. votes yeah, to one. And. Bret Hart. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says, uh, stop the war on women. 